0: Welcome to the Out of Bounds podcast, brought to you by Anchor FM. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday night. I'm gonna have with me myself. I'm BJ. I'm gonna have Jim with me. I'm gonna have KG and Junie. Uh, we're gonna go right into it. We're gonna do. Um, we're gonna talk about the local teams uh, tonight: Washington Wizards, Redskins. Maybe touch on some Capitals and some uh, some Nationals. That's the uh, MLB season is right around the corner, so with me without let's let's hop right into the washington wizards you there jim what's going on jim yeah i'm here man how you doing tonight man i'm hanging in there man you know we always fighting through some technical difficulties so uh we're waiting on our other two co-hosts to join us and i guess until that happens we can kind of start talking about the washington wizards and um I mean, I guess there's no other way to sugarcoat it. It's just uh, how, how, how big of a disappointment their season has been up to this point. Um, I know John's injuries has played a, a big role in, you know, them losing the games. But I think it's deeper than that as far as um, the problems on that team. I think John coming back. Um, and of course he, if he's coming back, he's not going to solve all the problems right away. He got to get his game legs underneath him. Um, he got to get back in game shape, got to fit back in with the team, which I don't think is really too much fitting in. They need him bad. So I just think this team has a lot of other problems. And I think one of the key things that they're missing is a athletic big man.
1: You get an athletic big man, then what?
0: You're
2: running gun. You're running shoot. You're running all of you. You become the East Side of the LA Clippers.
1: And look how far Love City got them. Look how far. Well, hold on, wait. That's a clone of Love City. Let's talk about the original Love City, the Seattle Supersonics in the nineties. The look how far they got. They didn't get anywhere until '96, really. And it really does. It, you had an athletic big man. You had a great point guard. You had a a, a, a three that could play the four and could shoot you out of the gym in deadlift shrimp. It's it's an athletic big man is great, but I don't think that's going to put these wizards over the hump. And it's not coaching. It's just once you look. At, let's start from the top to the bottom. You got John Wall at to the top, then Bradley Bill then Otto Porter. Then after that, what do you have? Those that's your big three, pretty much. But it's nobody after those three that puts any type Kelly Oubre. but after them, who puts fear in your heart?
0: Yeah, you know what? I, I really thought um when they got Marquise Morris, I really thought it would be him. Um you, you make a real good point, KG. I think they are missed. I really I, I personally think they don't have a rim protector. They don't have a big man that can go out and get you 20, 25 rebounds, just, just trip over that. Like, Gortat has to, he's a, he's a, he's a lunch pill guy. He got, you know, he's going to work for him. So, definitely, you know, good play. I just don't think he fits with what that team needs. And I think that team needs somebody that's um, a little bit, got a little bit of edge to him and definitely run with him. And, you know, I think that's, that's the league of, uh, DeAndre Jordan, DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, I mean, do we I, I would even say Brooke Lopez would be he, a better he, option than he, he, he,
2: he reigning threes right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that spreads the floor. I mean, these type of we we talk about Lob City, the original Lob City you're talking about with Seattle. Are we talking about the style Golden States Golden State plays. I think anything can work if you have the right players. And right now, what they're doing, they don't have the right players. They don't have an identity. And it, we're not on here to bash the Wizards. I'm a huge – Wizards, my, that's my team. But it's very disappointing. It's very frustrating to see them play night in and night out down to teams.
1: Well, I- I'm going to say this, and it's going to rub some people the wrong way, and I'm not even going to lie to everybody. I'm here to bash the Wizards. That's what I came for. To bash the Wizards. Because I'm a, I say it because it's the hometown team, but I'm tired of seeing them do mediocre things when I know they can be so much better. Look at how Toronto rose from the bottom. They're the number one team in the East. Why can't the Wizards do that? Uh,
0: that's a good question. I, I think Now that's, you got Scott, Scott
1: Brooks. What did Scott Brooks do in Oklahoma City, when he had Harden, KD, Russell Westbrook.
0: But uh, he that's put, not fair. That's, that's not fair. That's
1: not fair. He had Serge Ibaka. He had pieces. He had the fake the fake gangsters, Doc Walker calls them, and uh Kendrick Perkins. But <laughs> he had pieces. But you have to put the role players around your three stars. And they have to – everybody has to buy in. And some of these guys, I'm like, who is that? Who's this guy? Where did he come from? And it's like I'm unimpressed. Like, who's your sixth man? Your sixth man doesn't even put fear in, in my heart that he's going to come off the bench and drop 20 points quickly. I, I I don't fear this team. Like, I really don't. And most people say, well, you're a Bulls fan. How many games the Bulls win? If we win 25, we're lucky this year. But guess what? I grew up in a winning tradition. I know what it is to win.
0: Yeah, this yeah, team, this greatest team,
1: players ever. But I still know what it is to win.
0: This team, came absolute egg the other night when they were honoring the the '79 championship team uh, against the Knicks. It came out and 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 it's so. It, that's the frustrating part. They come out against the Hawks, the Knicks, the Heat. And they can lay complete eggs. And then the other a a couple weeks ago, they're playing a golden state team. Now I know you know they were short, but they're playing a golden state team and they lose by five. It it is that's the frustrating part because they're showing you that they have the talent and they had the potential to play with anybody in the league. But for some reason, and I know Kevin, you said it's not coaching, but some of it has to be laid on coaching. You're not getting it out of these guys every night. These guys, and and I go back to the Stephen A. Smith rant a month or so ago. And and he's right. Like, y'all haven't won anything. Y'all walking around with y'all chesses out. Wall and Bill calling themselves the best backcourt in the league. Y'all haven't won anything. Get me to an East Finals. Get me to an East Finals. It's just like last year. They lost to Boston and Bradley Bills running off at the mouth of how Cleveland didn't want them to win cuz they would have been more competition. I'm sorry. Y'all lost to Boston and y'all let Kelly Olenick of all people dog y'all in the final game of that series. But I I mean, it was it got to a point where I mean, I'm thinking Kelly Olenick is a, a an all-star player. I mean, they could not stop him. So I don't want to hear that. Oh, Cleveland, Cleveland not want to see us do anything, man. Shut up. Put it. How about you worry man. about? How about you worry about making shots in the fourth quarter? Stop missing crucial free throws. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong. He, 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 he. Bradley Bill has hasn't reached his ceiling. Like these this team hasn't reached. These players haven't. I think the only players on there, Gortat. Morris, and I think Auto Porter. though they've reached their ceiling. That's Auto Porter is what he is. Good defensive player. I mean, he he's lighting it up from three. That's which that's Auto Porter. Now I think Kelly Oubre can be a better version of Auto Porter because Kelly Oubre is already quicker and more athletic than Auto Porter is. He has some of the same traits. He's linky, long, can play good defense. Um, and now you sitting here, of course. You, this is what we do, we question things. Do you sign do you let Otto Porter walk and start Kelly Ubre?
1: That's a waste of money if you let him walk. Because didn't you, you just sign him to a huge contract? That's a waste of money.
0: No, no, no. What I'm saying is because you have Kelly Ubre before the, you go back to this song. We, we we're going back back in time. We're going back in time. And instead of signing Porter to that max deal do you let him walk?
1: Oh, 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 oh.
0: That's what I'm saying. Jim, you still there?
2: Yeah, I'm still here, but at that time, are, are we waiting to see what Kelly Oubre is going to turn out to be?
1: <laughs> mm.
0: uh, yes, yes, yes and no, because I think he gave you flashes of what he could do. And, and yes, it's it's a roll of the dice, but now you're st- you kind of stuck with Porter's contract. You got, let's see, you got DeMarcus Cousins coming up in free agency. You got DeAndre Jordan. Nobody kind of knows what he, what, you know, what as far as what he wants to do. Um, Brooke Lopez, I think, is a good option for the um, the Wizards. Do you take a chance on Jabari Parker if he can stay healthy? Six eight.
2: I. I, I I think with the pass, you just – you couldn't let Otto just leave and then Uber shows flashes, but then he's a dud. And then you like, ah, oh, we just let 15 to 20 points just walk away. You know, I think you um, you buy into Porter for now, and uh, like up to this year currently, and then you trade him because somebody's willing to take that contract and get some value back for him.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. I think personally this team, an athletic big man, and somebody where I mean, they need a Draymond Green. Somebody that's going to kick you in the nuts and <laughs> put an elbow in your face. I, I'm i am dancing. This team, KG, what did you just say? You just said you don't fear anybody on this team. They don't have nobody on that team like this.
1: No, I, um, I, when I, they, I say that because what, I'm sitting... Now, this is me talking. This is... I fear nobody on this team. Like, Markeith Morris is supposed to be a bully. He's 6'10", 245. I'm 6'4", 285. And at 36 years old, Markeith Morris is a little younger than me. He's a professional player. I'll put him on the block and he'll be lunch me. Barbecue, chicken, buffet style all day long. Because I don't fear him.
0: Is, Is this before or after the oxygen tank?
1: This is before. This is when we first getting started. I'm gonna put him on the block, and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna run whole, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat barbecue chicken because he's gonna give it to me all day long, up and under (laughs) everything. I'm putting body to him because I don't fear him. That's how hardcore I'm going right now.
2: But but yeah yeah, put him in perspective. He he's not your starter. He's your bench guy who once can get streaky. He's good. Other than that, it's kind of like right now, they have Mike Scott. And I thought Mike Scott was decent when he was with Atlanta. But you look at the two, and you say Uber and Porter are basically the same. I think Mike Scott and Marquise Morris is, is basically the same. I, you know, I, In Atlanta, you know they had Corver and everybody back in the day, so a few years ago. So they would spread the ball out. Mike Scott come off the bench and drop a three or two. So he's kind of streaky, too. But basically, these two guys are the same. And I think you probably wasted – I probably would have rolled with Mike Scott instead of uh, Markeith Morris.
0: Mm. Uh, I, I, I definitely – I mean, I'm uh, – I don't want to say. I mean, because Markeith Morris is what he is. He was. He was what he was in Phoenix. I don't think I don't know why the Wizards thought he was going to come here and be this big bad bully. He's a guy that can give you fifteen points, eight rebounds. He he's that type of guy. Gortat's not a not a bully.
1: That's respectable though. Fifteen and eight is respectable.
0: But but that he's he's not. uh, He's not every night. Yeah, it's not every night. It's not consistent. You you get you get Markeith Morris and he'd be lighting it up, and then other nights he's, he's gone. It's like, it's no reason right now with John Wall out, it's enough ball to go around. Like, this team should be I, – I, I truly believe, and you can call me a fool and call me whatever you want. This team that they're putting on the floor right now should at least have – what, what are they, 40 and 33 right now, KG?
1: Yes, sir, 40 and 33.
0: They should be 50 and 23 right now. That team that they're putting on the floor right now, should be fifty and twenty three, and I think we can all go back. I think we can all go back. We can look through the the, 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 the schedule right now, and 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 pick out ten games in the last month and a half that they should have won, that they had no business losing.
2: See, see now, I think that goes back to the conversation we had before. Is Bradley Bill your lead dog? You just complained about him not showing up in the fourth quarter, just missing shots in the game. He's 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 probably more comfortable with ball with Wall taking control of the game and kind of feeding off his energy because you know they to – because you're gonna respect Wall for taking it to the hole and then kicking it back out. So that's that's your lead dog right there. But once the once he gets hurt, who's your lead dog after that? If you the team go as Bill go. If Bill's gonna have a bad night, then who else is gonna shoot it in the fourth quarter when they need clutch? And and Bill did lost his confidence because I mean a shooter is a shooter and he should continue to always shoot the ball. He does, regardless, because you, you never know when you're gonna make that shot. But if he if he's three for fifteen like he was like a month ago, he plan to get somebody. He and he didn't score. That was who's your lead dog?
0: It was a yeah, couple of weeks it, ago, and I don't remember what team it was. And, and, my and fact, Otto it might. was, was lead. It was against Golden State. It was a Golden State mm-hmm. game. It was a Golden State game, <clears throat> and because I kept saying if Bradley hit a couple of more shots, they're 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 in the lead. They didn't. They didn't get blown out by Golden State. They, they didn't lose by twenty. I think they lost by five.
1: They lost by eight.
0: They lost by eight. And Bradley Bill. Oh, Bradley bill was terrible that game absolutely terrible that game
2: but we we go take it we're gonna take it in consideration everybody has a bad night
1: but, hold, hold, hold on now this is what you said B you said 10 games in the last month and a half yes right yes okay let, let, let's let's last game against the Knicks they lost 101 with 97 they should have won that game there's no
0: reason why they should have lost to the Knicks that's that's lack of focus um that's that's one of those games where they played down to their opponents. no reason why they should have lost to the Knicks.
1: They probably overlooked okay. them. <laughs>
0: you go to the game okay. before that, the Nuggets. They lost 108 the N- to 100. They should not have lost right? that game.
1: The game before that against these same Spurs they're blowing out tonight. You lost by eight.
0: Should have won that. And that's what I'm saying. That's three games right there. They lost to yeah. – you go back and they lost to the, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves by five. 116, 111. They lost to the, the Miami Heat 129 and 102. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a team that this team cannot lose to. All right. Now, you don't get me wrong. Everybody, like Jim said, you, everybody has their off nights, but this team percentage of off nights are way higher than, like, and I can't even give them that excuse because we go look at LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. These guys getting triple doubles every night. So I don't even want to hear that. I, I don't even. I don't even think I'm going to give them that excuse because you got the top dogs in this league right now. Triple double every night, or close to a triple double every night. So, uh, let's go back. I'll take the uh, let's go back. Look, they lost to Indiana by 3, 95-98 at home. The the blow up, they lost to let's see. They lost to Golden State, 109 to 100. <sighs> The
1: blowout against Charlotte.
0: 122-105 at home.
1: You're not and that was after beating Cleveland. That was the game after them beating
0: Cleveland. Yep, they game after they beat Cleveland. They lost a couple of games before that. They lost 110 to 104 Boston. Lost to the 76ers before that, 115 102. It's game. We're not gonna go through all of them. It's games on here that it's no you're looking like how did y'all lose to that team how how it how i don't understand it's just i think it's mental i really do i really think it's mental this team if they put this team on the floor next year you could count on a fourth seed this this team cannot win a championship as it's put together right now this team cannot win a championship the only way that the only way they're going to progress is if LeBron go west and go to la or something they might take a spot up but,
1: but oh ho- lo- on lo- go ahead right, let me ask you this now you're saying uh, with the Cavs struggling right now now I granted I I, <sighs> I dive on them because I dive on them because I get tired of staying mediocrity in DC and that culture of them walking around with their chests out like they've done something. That is sports culture in D.C. That's not just to the Wizards. It's a lot of players walk around and they they feel they're entitled because you're playing in the most powerful city in the world. You're not entitled. Stop it. But this team, I don't know if it's because John Wall's not there. I don't know what it is. But something is not clicking. And whatever is not clicking is going to call Scott Brooks his job. And it may finally cost Ernie Grunfeld his job. But I think they are, they are better than the six seed that, they are, that they're playing now. They're 13 and a half games out of first. And they're better than that.
0: And, and, and see, you're saying that they're better than that. I, and, I'm, and I agree with you 100%. But I'm saying without Wall, this team should be have, have at least 50 wins. This team should have at least Bill Porter... I like Saderanski. I think he, you know, he he's different. He's not John Wall. He's he's he brings his own flavor. I think he's shooting about forty percent from threes, so he can light it up from outside. And I think this team has to make a decision: Do we want to be? Do we want to run run Golden State and be that type of team where we're firing threes, we're outside, or are, are we going to take a different approach because they kind of have that setup right now? You got auto shooting 40% from three. Uh, I'm not sure what Bradley should. I think he's at 40% also, I think. Um, you got Sato. Um, Morris can hit you a couple of them every now and again. But they got some shooters on this team. And go ahead, Jim. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Run. They got to run. They got to run and
2: shoot. That's why they need that athletic big man who can keep up with them. Yeah. And, and if he and, then, and like you said, with Brooklyn Lopez, look, if he can run, you got to respect his threes, and he can still take you off the dribble, get down, do a little baby hook. And he goes so down. Exactly. So that opens up your offense. At this point, Gort cannot keep up with the ja- JaVel McGee's of the world, DeAndre Jordan. He can't keep up because once they get the running, it's over for him. But you got other, so it's always gonna be four on five. That's why I think they just need that one athletic big man, a decent score to come off the bench, and it may change. You probably just need to change the pace around, and not be a half court team, be more of a up and down. Let's run, because they get they obviously John Wall by himself has the speed to blow past everybody. Yep. So I just think at this point you ain't got nothing else to lose. You because in a few years you'll end up blowing up. Everybody will be disappointed, and we'll be back here talking about. Man, you remember 2018? They had all this talent. They couldn't do nothing with it. Now, so and so is over in Cleveland or out in San Antonio winning championships because they went someplace else. And you just and you baffled by, well, why couldn't they do that here? So really? look, give give it the last couple of shots. Look,
0: get a run running big man and just take the court and just run. Real quick, fellas, we're gonna end We're gonna break it up on the Wizards, and we're gonna move to the Redskins. You, you're Ernie Grunfield. Real quick, you, Ernie Grunfield. You, you, you. What do you do with this team in in, in the summer? What are you doing? KG, you, you go first, and then Jim, you go. I'm,
1: I'm packaging. Auto Porter, and Gortat out for some, either a draft pick or a player with an expiring contract so I can have enough money under the cap to go after that athletic big man or a big man, period, that can run. And, Jimmy, you say Brook Lopez, but Robin Lopez may don't shoot threes, but as a Chicago Bull fan, he can't be a bully in the middle. Yeah, he still has a
2: decent game, too.
1: So you, you got options. You got options who you can go after. But whenever they need to start talking about Ernie Grunfeld on the hot seat. Whenever he's mentioned to be on the hot seat, he always does something to save his job. He's been doing it faithfully. So if I'm him, I'm packaging Otto porter. He's gone and Gortat, you gotta go. I gotta get me two I gotta get me two or three players with expiring contracts in here, but the money is there. Hey, boogie. Look here. We're going to back the truck up. Come on, you and John play together. You take your time coming back, but we're going to integrate you into this. We need that, for lack of a better word, we need that thug down low. That's going to make people scared to come into the middle and, you know, go back door, just go past everybody and lay them in. Nah, I need I need that intimidating force and Boogie boogies that guy that can get.
0: Jim, what, what are you doing, Jim, if you get this team in the summertime? Yeah, I, I might. I'm
2: not a big fan of Boogie, I'm just worried about his head case, but I'm going after Boogie. You got to get something. And but Kevin, you got to think about he's not always in the paint though. And the great part is he don't always need to be in the paint because he can rein in threes. So I might just take the chance with Boogie, um, and just surround him with sh- as many shooters as I possibly can and find me a, a decent sixth man or a seventh man who can come off. The bench and, and really light it up, and also I'm going with Kevin. Hey, get some inspired contracts. Eventually, you got to speed up some money.
0: I'm I'm glad y'all said that. I'm gonna take my I'm gonna I take real quick, and we're gonna move on to the Redskins. If I'm the Washington Wizards, I'm gonna I'm finding a way to get who, whoever wants Marshawn Gortat, whoever wants Marquise Morris. I'm gonna make my run at Cousins. Cousins doesn't want to come. I'm gonna Make my run at Brook Lopez. Try to go and here's here's my sixth man. I'm gonna go get A.V. Bradley. He's a free agent, this uh unrestricted free agent coming up this summer. Trying to go get A.V. Bradley to, to bolster up the bench. I'm gonna go get Greg Monroe. I'm gonna make Greg Monroe an offer. Mm. Make Greg Monroe an offer and I'm gonna make Brooke Lopez an offer. I know that this is this is I know that you know you gotta fit these guys in the cap or whatnot. I'm at least going after Greg Monroe. One of those two guys, Brooke Lopez or Greg Monroe, down to get – Greg Monroe is a beast down low. We know he can rebound. He can get buckets. Um, I'm going after one of those two guys there. If you we, we can't get Cousins, I'm i I'm, I'm getting – I'm trying to – I'm definitely going after Brooke Lopez.
2: So, let me ask you this. If you're doing that, are you looking to spread your offense? I know it's the end, but you're looking to spread your offense or has somebody just – be in the middle, because if you put Greg Moreau outside the block, he's doing you no good.
0: No, Absolutely. Now, you're 100% right. And I think that's where they could be flexible. They could they could pull. And, I mean, because Greg Moreau, he, he, he's not no slouch when, when it comes to athleticism, so he can still run with them boys. <clears throat> Let me throw another name out there, and then we're going to go to the Redskins. Unrestricted free agent, Michael Beasley. And now, you just named two local guys. They got
1: ties to the
0: area. So. All right. That's enough, Wizards. Let's move on to the Washington Redskins. We me stand with our local segment. This is Out of Bounds Podcast. Brought to you by Anchor FM. And we are moving on to the one and only Washington Redskins. KG, this is your hometown. This is your team, Bray me through it, man. Let, let, let's, let's talk about the Redskins. Let, what are you looking for? Them? What do they need? What are you looking for them to do?
1: I was looking for them to actually sign some players this offseason, but I, that didn't happen. But I, I, I was happy to see Zach Brown come back because he's needed. Uh, Sad to see Junior gallet go. Sad to see Trent Murphy go. Ryan Grant Rashad Breeland, uh, Sean Laval, Spencer Long. I mean, the list is so dang long. And two-fifths of our starting offensive line is gone. And I'm just like, okay, what are we going to do? In the draft, somehow, someway, we need to score a running back. Needs to be done because Chris Thompson is not an every-down back. He's explosive. But he's not you know, every down slamming into the line. back. He's the type that has to get outside.
0: Hey, So,
2: Kevin, are you looking for a, a Nick Chubb or are you looking for a speedback? Because hey, I still like Chris Thompson, too.
1: No, no. hold. On. We got a speed back. That's what Chris Thompson does. And he was very effective last season before he got hurt on those screen passes. And I had Chris Thompson in fantasy football. So, every week I just looked like how many yards he going to rack up. That Rams game. He had, I think it was 125 yards. He had almost 100 yards in the first quarter. In the first half, he had 125, 150, something like that. His numbers were out of this world against the Rams. And he was at release valve for Kirk Cousins last year. And we basically, he was supposed to be the compliment, but we needed somebody to compliment him. That's what we need now. We need somebody to compliment him. Because if he comes in and he runs the ball, he can still pick up five, six yards a clip if he needs to. But we need that power back. That's what we need. We need that power back, like old school counter trade type running. That's what we need.
0: Well, you guys, y'all got Pernell McAfee, Sign him. Sign Orlando Scandrick. Uh, he asked for his release from the Cowboys. And comes over to the Redskins. Uh, I, I really, I still think, um, I think, I think you got something in, in, in and Doxson. Yes. I, I really do. I, I really, yeah, I, 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 he made, he, he did a couple, drop a couple of big balls this past season, but I really think he can, he can smooth that out and be something special. So I, I think people are sleeping on that, but on at the same time, You don't know as far as Jordan Reed. Are you going to get 16 games out of Jordan Reed? Is he playing eight and a half? Like, is he going to be 100%? If Jordan Reed plays 16 games and you got Josh Doxon, I think that first pick in the draft for y'all can be uh, to address the offensive line. What you think? What you think, Jim? KG, what you think? Jim must be having some difficulty. What you think?
1: I, if we, uh,
0: that first pick I would still
1: go I, I think I would I, I I would go O-line I think I would Because It's a lot of a deep talent and, and with O-line O-line in the draft So I think
0: I, I would But I need somebody that can plug in Like right now Jim, Jim you there? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here Hey, now I was I was saying, if you you got Josh Josh Dachson, and I I think I think he's he's pretty. I think he made some big drops, but I think that he's only gonna get better. I think he you know he could be a really good receiver, especially with Alex Smith. And I was saying, if you get a, a full sixteen games out of Jordan Reed, I I think that the Redskins. Do you take the? I mean, because they need to address that line. Do you take a lineman with their first pick, or if? If if um the boy out of Washington uh state if he falls to you, do you do you take him Vita?
2: Vita, he he what position he play the
0: name sounds familiar, but defensive, de- defensive tackle.
2: Man, you know what? i You know oh, a moment, so
1: you know you you know he be,
2: so you know yeah, he's strong in a mug. <sighs> you know, I might go off line. Because you still got to protect Alex Smith. So, yeah, I probably go offensive line. And then the funny part is when you say Jordan Reed, I was thinking, well, you're not going to take a tight end. But I would look for um, Jordan Reed replacement. Just a a decent backup at least. We
1: already got him. Who's that? Jeremy Sprinkle. We got three tight ends right now. You have Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis, Jeremy Sprinkle. I'm not saying that Jeremy, now granted Jeremy is not as athletic as Jordan Reed, he's not the type that you can spread out, but he's a, more of a traditional type and him and Vernon Davis are pretty much the same so you got Jordan Reed's replacement it's just Jordan Reed has to stay healthy and he wouldn't need. no, he wouldn't be looking for a replacement if he could stay healthy and give me more that, than four games
0: that's the key, that's, that's
1: the, the key. exactly. He got to stay healthy, and and so far, that ain't been good. Well, (laughs) it's funny you say that, but I I just, I got so many things I can say about Jordan Reed, and a lot of them are positive. He causes matchup problems. When he's lined up in the slot, he causes matchup problems, kind of like Jimmy Graham did in, 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 in New Orleans. If he matches up with a nickel or a linebacker, he's beat. That's lunch meat all day. No problem. But the key is healthy. Get on the field. Be able to play. And I don't mean one or two snaps. I mean, I need you to play a full game. If you notice, when he played, defenses feared us in the red zone because they didn't, they was like, oh, they're going back, show the fade. So they were keying on him, which will free somebody else up. Touchdown. You're gonna need that with Alex Smith. You're gonna, he's gonna need every weapon he can get. But even if you come in and you're used as a decoy, you have to be healthy to be used as a decoy. That's the only way it's gonna work.
0: Well, I think I think a lot of this season coming up, I think a lot of y'all's success is going to depend on one: if somebody can get that running game going back there. Two: if Jordan Reed, if Jordan Reed stayed healthy all year uh, with Dachshund, I think I really think the Redskins will be okay. I really do. I, I, you know, of course the Eagles are a cream of the crop, and they they're going to be a handful. Um, but I really think. It, it really just depends. I hope he's healing all the way, 100%, you know, you know eating his vegetables, getting his vitamins in, because they definitely going to need him if they want to be successful uh, coming up uh, this NFL season. Uh, now, man, just – oh, go ahead. No, nah, go, go ahead, go ahead, Jim. No,
2: nah, because I imagine if Jordan Reed can stay healthy, and he is a monster, man. Man, on that field, he makes a total difference. But just, a, just think about the Kelsey – and uh Alex Smith connection. If they mm-hmm. if, if Jordan and Alex Smith get that type of connection, it could be some major problems in Washington when teams come or when they go to visit somebody.
1: But think about I, if, think that, yep. if he'll have that type of hookup with uh Vernon Davis. And you know, Vernon Davis will turn, he'll catch something across the middle and he'll turn his head and get in the open field It's open. Yeah, true that.
0: Now, let's, let's talk about some – let's go to a big story that broke out uh, in the NFL as far as Odell Beckham Jr. basically saying he's not going to step on the field until he's made the highest paid receiver. Now, we talked about this actually in a previous podcast because he said he wanted upwards of $20 million a season. Now, with that being said, now you're hearing all these – uh trade rumors with the Giants want at least a number one pick. Now, um Mara just came out and said that oh he's not on the trade block, which I don't believe a hundred percent. I think if they get the right offer for him, I think he's gone. Now, with that being said, do you pay the man his money or do you do you trade him all? What do y'all do? <laughs>
1: Go
2: ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, man. Look, at this point, I'm like, go ahead, pay the man his money. Um, put some clauses in there, something, just in case something goes wrong. You can recoup. You can find a way to recoup some of your money back. But at this point, he's a talent, and and you're trying to move forward. So, if for some reason you can get Barkley out the draft. And then you have Ingram at tight end. You got Shepard on one side, Odell on the other side. And if, if Manny can be functional and not throw interceptions and and OBJ can keep his composure, the Giants will have a nice offense. So unless you're looking forward to this, unless you're going to get some major first-round picks and, and it's a decent player's back, look go ahead and pay the man, because obviously he's worth
1: it. You know what? I, I, I said something, but when you pay him and you sign Odell Beckham, I was like, well, if you sign him, is he going to be hating? And I had to realize when you sign him, you're signing OBJ. You're signing the antics, the, the, the sideline uh, being in the camera. You're signing. This is, this is what you're getting. This is him. You cannot change him from who he is to fit your mold. So, I, I, I say give him his money. I mean, everything that comes along with it, but I, I would just prefer to see him when he catches a 49-yard pass from Eli and he scores and his score is 17-6, pending, you know, extra point. I don't want to see him on the sideline standing up on the bench talking about this his house and, you know, you, mean
0: if, they're the losing. you mean if they're losing, right.
1: right, if they're losing, I don't want, no, nah, I'd rather see you say, you know what, give me the ball again. And then you go have a seat. Or you go walk up and down the bench, so I'm about, come on, y'all, we're going to do this again. I'm ready to go out here and score again. I, I don't want to see you on the camera, you know, touting yourself when you're losing. It's different when you're winning. But when you're losing, I don't, I, that's not something I want to see. I want to see you rally your team up and get them to rally around you. Be a leader. If I'm, pay, if I'm paying you this money, I want you to be a leader. I want you to lead men. That's that. That's what that money comes to. So if he's planning on doing that and he's going to keep doing what he does, fine, go ahead, do it. Give him the money. Pay him. But me being selfish, get him up out of the NFC East, though. Real quick, fellas,
0: we're going to uh, the NFL – um, the new catch rule was passed 32 to nothing vote. and here here are the guidelines real quick we'll touch on that. Control of the ball because this 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 catch thing has been a problem in the NFL the last couple seasons. Well number one is control of the ball. Number two, two feet down or another body part. So I guess that could be elbow, hip, knee, something. A football move such as a third step, Reaching or extending for the line to gain or the ability to to uh, perform such act. That means uh, Jim, the Steelers tight end that made that football move towards the goal line, that would have been a catch against the uh, regular season game in New England. That means the Dez Bryant catch in the playoffs against Green Bay was a catch. That means the Calvin Johnson catch where he caught the ball and used the ball to get up, that was a catch. So in a way i understand them they wanted to, to get the thing straight but boy have they really buried some teams with these calls especially the Dallas Cowboys cuz you, you you know that was a huge play in that game what do y'all think of the new rule or the revision to the rule it's about time jim
2: i'm sorry it is about time, but we won't see it. I want to see it in gameplay. And, and then let's see them make them calls. Because am I having confidence that they still go make the right call? Uh, maybe a little bit, but cause it still boils down to a judgment call. What does the
0: referee see? Yeah, you, you're 100% right. We will see this season coming up. And hey, we're going to finish it out with uh, our NCAA Final Four picks and championship game picks uh we got Loyola Illinois versus Michigan number 11 versus number 3 and I, which i think is going to be a dog fight number 1 Kansas against number 1 Villanova uh i'll go first i've been let you guys go first i'm i'm going to take it this time i got i'm going to go with Villanova to beat Kansas even though Kansas did me a huge favor and knocked out the Duke Blue Devils. That was, like, probably the best day that I've had this year, seeing Duke lose and, you know. That, that, was, that was just, like, ice cream and cake with butter poured on top of it. That was just, like, so nice. But I'm going to go with Michigan to beat Loyola. Uh, the, the Cinderella run ends right there with Michigan. I'm going to go with Villanova, so that makes Michigan and Villanova in the championship game. I'm, I'm picking the Wildcats. To win another title, fellas, Jim, give me your picks. Man, stop reading from my book because I got the
2: same thing. <laughs> I, I got Villanova winning. They just, like you said, uh, Kansas against Duke, and that kid Newman, he was just, he was just raining them in in overtime. But yeah, overall, I'm going with Villanova. I think they got uh, just a uh, maybe a few more weapons. they got a couple of kids out there who can shoot some threes and they got a couple of guys who ain't scared to take it to the hole and be physical. KG.
1: Oh man. Uh, I want to go with Michigan so bad because I feel if Michigan wins the title, it'll exercise the demons of the 93 championship, which I still lay in bed at night and stare at the ceiling and wonder what if, but I can't. So I'm taking, uh, Loyola, Chicago over Michigan. Kansas over Villanova. And the upset of all upsets, because I said a double digit seed will win it all. Give me Loyola, Chicago over Kansas. Because they are.
0: God. Well, so you got Loyola. Me and Jim got Villanova. I guess we will see um, <laughs> this uh, next. Uh, what is it? The championship game Monday next Monday. So, yeah, we'll, we, yeah, we'll be on our Tuesday podcast and <clears throat> we'll see how those picks hold up, right? So, hey, fellas, go ahead, KK.
1: Don't the, the final four watch out on, on, on Twitter because I we will be on Twitter going off. Because I'm going to post these picks and I want everybody to see this. I'm going to pin it so everybody can't make a mistake. Like, oh, no, that's not what I picked. I got them written down. Everybody's. <laughs>
0: on their hey, speaking of Twitter, KG, hey, give them the rundown if they want to contact us with the email or if they want to listen to the show. Give them the email and the platforms they can listen to the show on. We can be heard right here on Anchor FM, uh,
1: Pocket Cast, Overcast. Apple iTunes, Google Music. You can catch us Facebook, Out of Bounds Podcast and be sure to look at and check the page on the regular because we're going to start doing some trivia and, and a few goodies in there. Basketball, football, baseball, everything. So I want to test the everybody listening knowledge. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter OOB Podcast 4 Instagram, O-O-B podcast. And you can email us, O-O-B podcast show at gmail.com.